Hello, my name is Father Tom Lamb. I'm the administrator of Epiphany of the Lord Catholic Church and a priest of the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston. One of my favorite Advent traditions that helps me prepare for Christmas is to take time to read or watch my favorite rendition of the timeless tale, A Christmas Carol. We know the characters, Ebenezer Scrooge, a miserly and bitter soul whose worst character flaw is that he treated Christmas Day like any any other day of the year. On the eve of Christmas, the ghost of his former, now-deceased business partner, Jacob Marley, appears in an apparition to warn Scrooge that he will be visited by three spirits, the spirit of Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas future. Even to this day, the image of the last spirit, the spirit of Christmas yet to, yet to come, haunts me. He's always depicted as a ominous, dark phantom, his face hidden under the shadow of his hooded robe, his bony finger pointing at the empty grave with the name Ebenezer Scrooge already engraved on the tombstone. Even the cartoon versions of this Charles Dickens classic managed to make him appear scary. Well, if you think about it, the story A Christmas Carol is really a story that takes place during Advent. All of the events, except the last scene, occurs before Christmas Day. And so as we celebrate the first Sunday of Advent, the Church invites us to ourselves properly prepare for the birth of Christ, lest we waste another year missing the true spirit of Christmas. During these next four or so weeks of Advent, the readings at Mass will introduce you to larger-than-life characters, real life, true people, richer in spirit than any character from the Charles Dickens classic tale. And if you listen closely, these characters will speak to you. And at the risk of sounding like the ghost of Jacob Marley, don't say that I didn't warn you that during this Advent season, you too will be visited by three spirits, the spirit of Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas yet to come. Every year during the Advent season, the Gospel readings reintroduce us to these biblical spirits who will help us grasp the true meaning of Christmas. The first is the spirit of Christmas past, John the Baptist. John was the last in the tradition of the great prophets. All of the Old Testament prophets echoed one underlying theme, prepare the way for the coming of the Messiah. Since the age of the the prophets, the human race was told to keep watch for the Messiah. So for generations, mankind held its collective breath in anticipation, hoping to be at the right place at the chosen time. So if the world was waiting so long to see this wonder of wonders, why did only a handful of people recognize the sign of the time? Why was it that only the shepherds heard the celestial serenade of angelic voices singing Gloria in excelsis Deo. And why were only three kings of all the kings of the world wise enough to follow the star to Bethlehem to adore the majestic king in swaddling robes? Because many did not make room for him in the inn, much less make room in their shut-in hearts to receive Christ. And not wanting us to make the same mistake, you will hear from St. John the Baptist 
in the next two weeks, reminding us to ourselves prepare the way for the Lord. John the Baptist is the spirit of Christmas past because his is the voice that echoes through the corridors of time to every Advent season, warning us against following the strands of thousands of twinkling Christmas lights to the nearest discount sale, but rather to seek the single candlelight of the lantern hanging above the tabernacle, the stable where Christ was found or can be found in every church. John's is the prophetic voice warning us not to be fooled by the plug-in scent of gingerbread house or artificial hollyberry spice, but rather to inhale the incense of the smell of incense, frankincense, the gift of the Magi in adoration of the body of Christ. Now the second spirit of Christmas, the spirit of Christmas present, you will meet on the last Sunday of Advent. The incarnation, Christ being born into this world, is not just something that happened in the past, a whisper of an echo of a time long past. No, the spirit of Christmas is something that is happening now. The incarnation began with an angel asking a virgin in the town of Galilee if she would give God a human form. The Virgin Mary is the mother of Christmas. She has every claim to this title because she was the first to celebrate Advent as she carried the child of God in her womb until Christmas Day. Even when Mary was still bearing Christ in her womb, she was always presenting Jesus to the world, having already conceived him into her heart. And in the readings in the coming weeks, we will hear how Mary bears Christ into the world and in the lives of St. Joseph, her cousin Elizabeth, and to anyone to whom she pays a visit this Advent season. Mary is the spirit of Christmas present because Mary makes present Christ to those who decide to conceive Christ in their own hearts. And it is that Christmas spirit that should fill our hearts this Advent season as we patiently endure the long checkout lines at the retail stores or as we circle around the mall parking lot trying to find the last space before it reaches maximum capacity. In our frantic quest for the perfect present, let us ask Mary to fill us with patience, lest we be tempted to lay on the steering wheel horn, the vehicular equivalent of a bah humbug that dampens the Christmas spirit of others around us. Now we come to the last of the Advent spirits, the spirit of Christmas yet to come. You've already heard from him. This spirit made an appearance in the gospel reading on the first Sunday of Advent. He came in on a mysterious cloud, but not cloak in the shadow of darkness. No, he comes robed in the radiant light of his glory. The spirit of Christmas yet to come is the Son of Man at the second coming. You see, Jesus came into the world on the first Christmas, and he will come again on the last day. But unlike the ghost of Christmas future from the movies, he is not a dark, ominous figure that represents death. The Son of Man is the light that vanquishes the darkness. Whereas the spirit of Christmas future showed Ebenezer Scrooge the empty grave and then pushed him into it, the Son of Man 
will raise our mortal bodies from our graves one day and usher the souls of the righteous into the light of eternal life. My favorite scene from A Christmas Carol occurs when Ebenezer Scrooge awakens in his room. The first question that he asks when he throws open his bedroom window and sees the young boy passing by is, What day is it? Scrooge half expected that he had missed Christmas yet again, and that is why he does backflips when he learns that he can now experience the joy and peace of Christmas Day thanks to the guidance and insights provided by the spirits of Christmas. The church doesn't want us to go on our merry way and in the course of it miss the true spirit of Christmas. Instead, the church gives us the season of Advent to slow us down enough to spend some time recalling the past coming of Christ, to invite Christ into our hearts in this present Advent season, and to look forward to the future Advent of Christ at his second coming. Past, present, and future, those are the spirits of Advent. So on the days ahead, it is my hope that you and I are visited by the spirits of Advent. Because after all, as we experience, because after we have experienced our own an Advent carol, we pray that God bless us every one with the true spirit of Christmas. Thank you.